In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. It is good to be with you on this All Hallows' Eve, or Halloween as we more often call it. And since it's Halloween, I thought I'd begin with a Halloween-related question for you this morning. So here it is. Have any of you ever worn a costume? Raise your hand if you've ever worn a costume. Oh, I see lots of hands. You know, I thought that might be the case. And I thought that might be the case because it can be fun to wear a costume, right? It can be fun to dress up. It can be fun to pretend that maybe you're a, a T-Rex, uh, or maybe a witch, uh, or maybe a basketball player. It can be fun uh, to dress up. And I think part of the reason why it's fun to dress up, to wear a costume, is that after a little bit, you start to kind of feel like the character you've dressed up as, right? Maybe you start to talk like a pirate, or maybe you start to be brave like a lion, or better yet, maybe you start to have the swagger of a New York Yankee, you know what I mean? You know that swagger. And it can be good to wear a costume, too, I think, because maybe wearing one might help us step into another person's role. It might help us step into their shoes for a little while, and it might help us to have a little bit of empathy for their role in life. But that said, that said, I think perhaps part of the reason why we don't wear costumes all the time is that doing so might get confusing. It might get confusing, and we might get just a little too lost in the fun of it, and we might walk a little too far from who we actually are. And I think that would be a shame if we did that. I think it'd be a shame because who we are, who we actually are, is really beautiful. It's really lovely. Who we actually are is something that I think we really don't want to miss. But of course, we all get lost sometimes. That's the story of our scriptures, of people who get lost from time to time. But even then, God never ceases to find new ways to find us. God never ceases to find new ways to call us back and to remind us of who we actually are. And one of the ways that God reminds us of who we actually are is a little something that we're going to do this morning. It's through baptism. It's through the waters of new life that Natalie and Nora will soon come to know. And what happens at baptism, how God does that reminding, is a great unveiling of sorts, and there's a great joining, too. Because in baptism, what God does, essentially, is that God pulls back all the layers, pulls back all the costumes, so that he can point to the core of who we are. He can point to a person who's been made in the image of God, a person who is beloved and wonderfully made. And together with that unveiling of who we actually are comes a promise. And that promise is that on the other side of death, in every form that it takes, that we will know the power of resurrection because we have been joined to a savior, to the risen Christ who defeats every grave. That's the message we proclaim this morning. We proclaim it boldly. That's the voice that cries out every time that we feel lost. 
And that's the voice that is always calling us to remember who you are, to remember who you actually are. And blessedly, together with our baptisms, together with that, our gospel passage also speaks that same word to us this morning. It speaks that same word reminding us of who we actually are. It calls us to return our hearts in that fashion. And it does so by way of a question of sorts, you might think. It says, what does it look like to return to this true self? What does it look like? That's the question I think that's behind our passage this morning. And in Jesus's words, he says that story of return looks like the Shema. It's a prayer that we hear in our passage from Deuteronomy. And that Shema, that prayer is what Christ later calls the first and the greatest commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your heart. And he says that story of return also looks like a second commandment, a second commandment that is like unto it, the one that calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so in short, the heart of it, the main point is that through baptism and through our whole lives and through our story of returning to God, that what we are called to do is to love God fiercely. And if we love God fiercely, what naturally follows is how can we not also love our neighbors fiercely too? And what's more, and perhaps what is better, is that if we hear that word and respond to it, which our baptisms invite us to do all the time, then by God's grace, we will awaken to two truths that are one, the truths that are named in our scriptures this morning, which is that the word is very near us and that we are not far from the kingdom of God. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.